thank you for joining me for day nine of this devotional series from beginning until the end of the story of creation, rebellion, salvation, and consummation. A look at salvation, a look at what ultimately our hope is. And we've spent the last couple of days looking at the background of salvation, that is man's need of being saved, uh, what he is saved from, what he is saved to. And so if you have your Bibles, open that Bible to Romans chapter 3, and we're going to read verses 9 uh, through 18. Again, uh, Romans chapter 3, uh, verses 9 through 18. Paul emphasized in Ephesians 2 uh, the state of spiritual deadness. At the same time, speaking of the unbeliever is as living actively in rebellion against God and in step with their own flesh, with the world system, and even Satan himself. Here Paul outlines, again, the uh, characteristics of the lost condition. Uh, we can speak of it, theologians often speak of what we call depravity. Uh, that is, again, the, the condition of being uh, lost and undone, being in, at a place where we're unable and we're unwilling uh, to do that which pleases God, that which God uh, demands. And so Paul wrote in verse 9 of Romans 3, What then are we Jews any better off? No, not at all, for we have already charged that all, both Jews and Greeks are under sin. As it is written, none is righteous, no, not one. No one understands, no one seeks for God. All have turned aside, together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. Their throat is an open grave. They use their tongues to deceive. The venom of asps is under their lips. Their mouth is full of curses and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. In their paths are ruin and misery and the way of peace that they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. And so Paul outlines here an extensive list. He's actually compiling uh, a series of quotes from uh, the Old Covenant, from the Old Testament. And uh, the first reality is the unbeliever lacks righteousness. Uh, that is, they are not in a, a right standing, a right relationship uh, with God, that uh, sin has estranged them from God, has uh, severed them uh, from uh, His presence. And then he goes on, not only does the unbeliever lack the uh, standing of, of righteousness, uh, they do not understand. Uh, men are not by nature seekers of God. A few years ago, and I suppose uh, still, there's a lot of discussion regarding the seeker movement. And uh, at some level, I, I certainly uh, have some sympathy toward that, that concept. But the reality is, uh, the unbeliever is not seeking for God. Because again, they're unable and unwilling. They are seeking for that which only God can give. Uh, they, they are looking for a sense of uh, security and peace and satisfaction and meaning and hope and certainty. All of these things they will look for, but they will, they will find them 
in something other than God. So man is seeking, but they're not seeking to live under the Lordship of Christ. They're not seeking uh, to surrender themselves to God in repentance and, and faith. And so uh, they simply don't understand. Uh, uh, Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, the natural man does not understand the things of God because they're spiritually discerned. That's why the gospel is foolishness to those that are perishing. And so the, the unbeliever has actively turned away from uh, God's way and they're not doing good. In other words, they have nothing in, in terms of their performance, their accomplishment, by which they could present it to God so that this offering could make them acceptable to God. The singular offering through which we're made acceptable to God is the offering of the Lord Jesus Christ. Then he goes on to, to, to speak about the speech of the unbeliever, that, that their throat is that of a grave. Again, uh, they, they speak from uh, the grave and, and their, their tongues are ultimately uh, deceptive. Their words are as venom. That is, they're poisonous. Why? Because they do not know, they do not understand, they do not believe, they do not receive the truth of the Word of God. And so uh, the mouth of the unbeliever cannot uh, communicate uh, with any real knowledge and real certainty the truth of the gospel. Uh, Jesus spoke of, the, of an individual speaking out of the abundance of their heart. That is true. Again, uh, the condition of an individual's heart is manifested uh, by and through their words. Jeremiah spoke of the human heart as being desperately uh, wicked. And so, uh, by nature, uh, men are at enmity with each other. Uh, they, they may seem to have some type of superficial uh, peace or treaty or, or way of working together. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, we put self first. We're ultimately very self-centered. Uh, as as I, I often think about the current state that we're in in, in this country, and, and that is uh, this absolute obsession uh, with abortion. And again, it reminds us of the spiritual state of the majority of the citizens of the United States of America, that they are willing to shed on the altar of expediency the blood of innocent babies. They do not know God's peace, and they do not have the appropriate reverence, the appropriate fear of Almighty God. They do not reverence Him. They do not set Him apart as holy and deserving of all honor and glory and praise. And so again, it is really not a pretty picture of, of the unbeliever. It is an apt picture of the unbeliever. It's accurate. And it helps give the believer insight into the fact that grace is certainly marvelous and it is powerful and having come to understand what God has saved us from, we're in a, a greater position to worship Him, to, to render to Him that praise for which He is due. Thank you once again for joining me today, and I hope you'll come back tomorrow as we think more about these things pertaining to salvation. God bless the rest of you.